from API. This is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm Jane Van Ryan. BP has stopped the oil from flowing in the Gulf, and the remaining oil appears to be dissipating rapidly. But the economic damage from the spill continues. Companies of all types operating in the Gulf Coast states are experiencing difficulties due to the spill or the de facto offshore drilling moratorium, and many Gulf Coast citizens are worried about their jobs. To give us his perspective on the economic impacts in Alabama, we have George Clark, president of Manufacture Alabama, a trade group, on the telephone with us today. Welcome, George. Good afternoon, Jane. Pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much for joining us. And, George, let's start by having you tell our listeners about your organization. Who do you represent? Well, as the name implies, uh, we're called Manufacture Alabama, and we represent manufacturers. We represent uh, several major industry sectors here in the state of Alabama, the chemical industry, uh, the pulp and paper industry, uh, the steel industry, uh, shipbuilding is also very big in, in our state, and we represent the oil and gas industry as well, as well as other heavy manufacturers here in Alabama. We are obviously concerned about governmental affairs and representing our member companies before the Alabama legislature for regulatory agencies and, of course, uh, along along the same lines at the federal level, we do the same uh, with our congressmen and other regulatory agencies as well. So you're obviously uh, very interested in how your members are being affected by the deep water drilling moratorium, and as you know, that moratorium is also impacting shallow water drilling. How would you say that all of that is affecting Alabama's economy? Well, I think you have to take a look at the history of the offshore activity in the state of Alabama. We really started with drilling for natural gas primarily in state waters. That was done back in the mid-'80s. And as a result of that activity, uh, we began to develop a a very strong, supportive industry uh, on land to support the drilling activities offshore. And as federal government has opened up additional areas in the Gulf of Mexico, particularly in the eastern areas of the Gulf, uh, we've seen an increase, even greater increase, in, in, in those supportive industries that supply the needs of, of uh, offshore drilling in federal waters. In fact, it's uh, gotten to be uh, such a promising uh, growth industry in the state that the Mobile Chamber of Commerce has launched an initiative called Offshore Alabama, and that's to capitalize on the opening up of the recently opened up area of the eastern area of the Gulf of Mexico. So we have a very robust industry, especially in the Mobile and Baldwin County areas, that supports uh, offshore drilling uh, in both state and federal waters. And the moratorium impedes the, the growth of that of that business activity, and there's a lot of apprehension among those businesses that uh, are supportive of offshore drilling. They don't know what uh, what's you know what, what's in store in the road. They they cannot plan business wise. People are concerned about their jobs, 
and uh, obviously uh, all of that has an impact uh, on Alabama's economy. I think it's very interesting that you would mention all these supportive industries because when most people hear about a drilling band, they think of the people who work directly on the rigs. But offshore development involves a lot more people than that. Uh, so what businesses are really affected by the moratorium in your state? Well, it, it's, the actual people that are on the rigs themselves are, are a small fraction of the employment that actually goes on. Uh, we have uh, maritime ships that, that go out uh, to supply work boats that, that uh, take workers, rig workers back and forth. They take supplies back and forth in Alabama, uh, in the Mobile area, and in Battle Battery and other areas. Uh, is part of the shipbuilding industry of the state of Alabama. We pair boats, we build boats uh, to specifically support the, the oil and gas industry. Uh, we have companies that, that, that build and construct the umbilical cables uh, that pump hydraulics down to the well, electronics and other communications lines down to the uh, seafloor that are very unique businesses. And when you start adding up all of the supportive industries in the Mobile area, it, it dwarfs the number of people that are actually working on the drill platforms themselves. George, if the moratorium continues indefinitely, how could Alabama's budget be affected? Doesn't Alabama receive royalty payments from development in state waters? Yes, Jane, Alabama does. Back in the 80s, uh, Governor Bob James created a, an Alabama trust fund uh, which invested the royalties that Alabama received from in-state waters. That uh, investment has grown steadily over the years. We initially funded a huge transportation infrastructure project uh, with the initial proceeds of, of that revenue sharing or royalty sharing income. And it has continued to fund major infrastructure projects. And in addition to those infrastructure projects, the trust fund aids our ailing general fund. That's the general fund supports basically everything other than education in the state. And Alabama's general fund uh, basically is made up of revenue sources that that are not growth oriented. So the income that we receive from the trust fund really aids the, the general fund of the state. And by the way, this November, uh, there's a constitutional amendment that is on the ballot that uh, will call for a billion-dollar highway transportation program, and that is directly uh, tied to and will come from the uh, trust fund uh, from our original investment of our revenues or I should say royalties, uh, from, from the uh, natural gas that is produced in, in state waters. So it's very important that the general fund of the state of Alabama have additional revenue coming in, and, and those royalties payments have provided that income that have helped every citizen of the state of Alabama. Michael Bromwich, the new director of Bureau of Ocean Energy Management, which used to be the Minerals Management Service, is going to be holding a hearing in Mobile this week about the moratorium. If you could meet with him personally, what would you tell him about the moratorium's impact on Alabama, the state budget, and the folks that live there? Well, I, th I think I would tell him that, that Alabama's uh, offshore oil and gas industry 
is just beginning to really boom here in Alabama. And a moratorium that could last indefinitely is just not the correct thing to do. We've already had a lot of economic hardship uh, brought to the state because of, of, uh, of the oil spill. Obviously, the state's uh, general fund and the, especially our education trust fund is, is uh, ailing right now due, due to the loss of sales taxes uh, that are directly related uh, you know, to the consequences of the oil spill. So to declare a moratorium and to keep that on for any, any more length of time just adds more injury to Alabama's economy and more suffering to the people, especially along the Gulf Coast. So in your view, are you saying that the moratorium should be lifted and lifted as soon as possible? Yes, I think it should be lifted as soon as possible for the benefit not only of, uh, of the state's uh, revenue uh, uh, flow, but uh, for the people along the Gulf Coast that make their living uh, working with and, and uh, supporting the oil and gas industry that, that we have in the Gulf of Mexico and in the, our state waters. Very good. Thank you so much for your perspective today. Uh, George Clark, Manufacture Alabama, thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.